Rather than myopically chasing paper promises, I was heartened to see this week that many of you out there are taking full advantage of current lower premiums in the bullion industry. And while Western paper handholders of underperforming unsecured ETFs and miners are net selling still, shrewd bullion buyers out there are still coming through at SD bullion buying at paces similar to around 2022 in terms of bullion buying volumes. I'm recording this Thursday evening, February 22nd, 2024, as I will be traveling tomorrow, Friday, as this bullion market update premieres. Before we get into this week's news, a couple items and updates of recent content and new product offerings at SD Bullion. Many of you have been asking about the latest Commander Series of 5-ounce silver coins at SD Bullion and Commander Series gold coins. General Patton has arrived at SD Bullion and is likely to sell out soon, similar to the way the first Napoleon offering did. We had a few Royal Canadian Mint executives as guests at our SD Bullion headquarters recently, and we published a one-hour podcast with them only a few days ago, if you missed it. Over 40,000 of you out there have already viewed it. It's no coincidence we're having a nice sale on RCM gold, silver, and platinum maple bullion coins this week. In terms of quality, anti-counterfeit technology, North American, and global recognition, Royal Canadian Mint makes perhaps the best sovereign bullion product range in the entire business. Onwards to news and data from the week. Reports out of China suggest strong retail sales volumes during their recent New Year's holiday festival season. Sales are up well higher this year, 2024, versus pre-COVID 2019 levels. Swiss physical gold import-export data for last month jives with these reports. As the left-hand chart's large blue bar is gold exports out of the USA into the big four gold refineries in Switzerland. And the largest two bars on the right-hand side being China first and second Hong Kong. The other largest blue bars on the right, the Swiss exports are headed to India, the UAE, Thailand, Saudi Arabia. Those are the next largest export blue bars on the right-hand side. So the usual as of late as the West loses physical gold flows to the East. I saw this misleading graphic floating around the internet this week, and while I don't expect any sovereign nation anywhere to actually ever transparently audit their official gold bullion holdings ever, there are a few important points to remember about the current claims of official gold counts in the world. The amount of eventual official gold, either the soon-to-be world's largest miner Russia or the decade-long China largest gold miner in the world, how much they're going to officially claim in the end is a long topic, but rest assured, it's much higher than the current claims they are making. Collectively, if we add up the current European Union member states' official gold reserve claims, they together have over 11,000 metric tons of gold bullion already. So no, USA, 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 in terms of major global fiat reserve currencies, we're not number one, but actually officially number two, if you consider the European Union's total holdings. Candidate Trump in 2016 basically admitted, we don't dominate in gold like we once did following World War II. Can you envision a scenario if this country ever goes back to the gold standard? You know, there's something very nice about having something solid. You know, we used to have a very, very solid country because it was based on a gold standard. We don't have that anymore. There is something very nice about the concept of that. It would be very, very hard to do at this point. And one of the problems is we don't have the gold. Other places have the gold. But I know, who cares? Check out these fresh $400 sneakers. That's the real deal. 
That's the real deal. Moving on to further fiscal elephants in the present and future U.S. financing. Inflation-adjusted U.S. government spending since 2020 is more than the combined spending of World War I, World War II, and 1970 through 1990 combined. And given where U.S. entitlements, things like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, are projected to go, this is apparently the new normal for the foreseeable future, at least until the eventual walls we smash into. Now, how are we going to finance all this? Well, here's another forecast. Stay tuned to the other side of this week's update. We're going to hit on two important gold and silver related topics, the escalating U.S. migrant crisis and the way in which silver bullishness is currently being covered in financial medias from India to its former colonial cut and run master, the faded British Empire. Stick around. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these bullion market updates. And subscribe to our channel here for weekly bullion market updates with exclusive bullion service offerings like this one. The worst day on Wall Street since the crash of 1987. We're now down 43%. This could be the most serious recession in decades. Protect your retirement with gold and silver IRAs. Learn more at sdbullion.com backslash IRA. The spot silver and gold markets through this Thursday evening have been mixed, with gold steadily climbing higher and silver selling off very slightly through the week thus far. The spot gold price is likely to close this week again above 2,000 ounce price support level, with the spot silver price battling the close again above 23 an ounce. The spot gold silver ratio has climbed just slightly through Thursday at 89. Recent data reveals the size and scope of the escalating migrant populations into the United States of America. The vast majority of these immigrants likely coming from dysfunctional states and depressed economies in Central and South America. And currently, with overall food costs at 30-year high levels in the USA, escalating welfare handouts and eventual criminal activity will likely be climbing as well. And while the World Gold Council wants people to make believe that the world's gold industry physically flows clean like so, the truth is certainly more opaque, sordid, and often ugly. In central Venezuela, dozens of miners have been killed following the collapse of an open-pit gold mine known as Bujaloca in the municipality of Angostura. There was a serious incident at the Bujaloca mine. Fifteen bodies and four injured have arrived so far. Now two more boats are arriving with about eight more bodies. While the bodies of some miners have been returned to their families, friends and relatives of workers who are still missing are desperately waiting to hear word of their loved ones. Are they dead? Are they wounded? Why don't they support us? Where are they? Video circulating on social media appears to show the first attempts to rescue miners, some believed to be buried more than 30 meters below ground. In 2016, Venezuela's government established mining development zones across the middle of the country, leading to several mining enterprises that operate outside the law. 
mining for gold and other precious minerals offers a lucrative opportunity for many Venezuelans who struggle to make ends meet. A lack of safety regulations combined with harsh working conditions also make the job extremely risky for would-be miners. Over the last near decade now, the dictatorial Maduro regime caused the second largest migration of people only behind Ukraine a few years back. Instead of war being their reason for leaving Venezuela, it was simply economic dysfunction and a propped up military whose loyalties were often paid off by Amazonian artisan gold proceeds. It's no surprise that Venezuelan military brass want to take more land from neighboring Guyana after all, their overseers are the ones who get the largest cut of these artisan gold mining profits. So-called blood gold, whatever desperate part of the world it comes from and refines through, it's mostly going to end up in the Eastern world as well. It'll flow through the Middle East, Southeast Asia, Russia, etc. It's going to end up in coffers in the East, typically. Finally, to end this week's SD Bullion Market Update, Money Week out of the United Kingdom published the following cover article, Bullish Silver, earlier this month, February 2024. Now let's ignore their silly silver cartoon for now and see what content they actually came with. Be prepared. After years in the doldrums, silver is set to surge. Fans of the devil's metal have faced frustration, says David J. Stevenson, but that may be about to change. Silver is often described as the, quote, devil's metal. It's extremely volatile, and it started ability to burn holes in investors' pockets. Never has the latter trait been more evident than in recent months. In March 2011, silver hit $48.60 per ounce, a record peak. Sorry, that's untrue. Three years ago, it traded at $28.50 an ounce. Yet now, in real inflation-adjusted terms, dollar price silver is hardly any higher than it was just after World War I. The metal's underperformance is thrown into sharp relief by the gold-silver ratio. This indicates how many silver ounces equal one ounce. There's more on this topic later on. At present, the ratio shows the silver is looking cheap compared with bullion. However, with silver's fundamentals both strong and improving, it could soon be re-rated relative to gold. Why? For starters, silver is an industrial metal whose range of applications keeps growing. It's extremely durable, one of the world's best electricity conductors, and is particularly suited to coding electronic contacts on printed circuit keyboards. So it's used in nearly all computers and mobile phones, as well as in electricity-produced solar cells and plasma display panels. Television on-off buttons, microwave ovens, toys, and keyboards employ silver membrane switches. Silver ink removes the need for wires, silver and medical devices, bandages, ointments, fights infections. Furthermore, water purification systems use silver ions, a sanitizer, in particular to counter antibiotic-resistant bacteria such as MRSA. Silver is also used within the vehicle, power generation, and construction sectors. Very popular in the jewelry industry as well. It is often alloyed to improve durability. In sterling silver, for instance, which constitutes 92.5% silver and 7.5% other metals. Last year, overall silver supply was estimated at just over 1 billion ounces, according to Silver Institute, 820 million ounces of which came from mine production, second lowest level for a decade. In the near term, there are risks attached to silver's market value. If the U.S. were to go in recession, still quite possible, industrial demand for silver would be adversely affected. Meanwhile, business confidence in China may remain fragile, so Chinese silver usage could be sluggish for the next few months. Supply squeeze. Looking beyond this year, however, the outlook for silver is highly auspicious. In particular, one major supply-side hurdle is approaching Mexico, the planet's top silver producer, supplying almost a quarter of global output. However, Mexico's silver production is now declining at double-digit annual rate, notes Tavi Costa, 
at money manager Crescott Capital. Why? Labor, political, and environmental activism is mounting. Last year, the Mexican government overhauled mining laws, including shorter concessions and tighter rules for permits. Mexico's silver reserves are therefore dwindling. By 2026, at current production rates, they could be exhausted. Another major factor for silver is overall demand from investors, which is set to continue rising in the long term as investors worldwide seek a hedge against inflation and a store of value. It could well receive a near-term fill-up, too. America's rising inflation rate in 2021 and 2022 drove the U.S. Federal Reserve to keep hiking interest rates. It's also operating quantitative tightening, QT, or reducing the amount of printed money in the system, rather than quantitative easing, QE, added printing money to the system. This looks set to change, though. It appears that America's financial plumbing is starting to clog up as liquidity is removed from the system. There are signs that current cash surplus in money markets is rapidly diminishing. Quote, the Fed is on course to NQT and restart QE in the coming months against a backdrop of loose fiscal policy and a still resilient economy opening the door to a reappearance of inflationary pressure that the Fed may have little appetite or ability to restrain. However, silver acts as an even more potent monetary barometer, having historically mimicked and indeed amplified movements in gold. To return the gold-silver ratio, it's the, quote, oldest continuously tracked exchange in history, says Investopedia, as gold and silver prices have such a well-established correlation. For the whole of the 20th century, the average gold-silver ratio was 20, 47 to 1. In the 21st century, the ratio has ranged mainly between 50 to 1, 70 to 1, with a low of 35 to 1 in 2011. Lower real yields will boost precious metals. The current gold-silver ratio is around 88, near the top of its 100-year range, between 15 and as high as 113. A return to just the midpoint of that century-long spread, around 64, even assuming unchanged gold, would lift silver to almost 32 an ounce. If the ratio were to compress the 20th century average at 47, again presuming that gold stayed still, silver would rise to 43 an ounce. Quote, the Fed cutting cycle and falling U.S. real yields are expected to push gold prices to new nominal highs in the middle of 2024, reaching the average of 2,175 an ounce by the fourth quarter, says J.P. Morgan. Silver will probably follow gold, averaging around 30 an ounce in the fourth quarter. So what are the best silver bets? The following investment ideas remain excellent ways of playing rising silver. And let's see here. They go on and give you a few miners uh, and uh, an unsecured ETF. So not a lick or a word about how people in the United Kingdom should just go outright buy Royal Mint products like for instance, the Silver Britannia bullion products, or whether coins or bars, etc. So the uh, suggestions are pretty lackluster here. Uh, I see that they have Hecla Mining here, and let's just pull up a chart of Hecla Mining. Oh yeah, that's right. Hecla Mining has been going nowhere this entire 21st century, basically. Uh, it's been more or less flat. So the price of silver has gone from you know roughly four an ounce to where it is now, and Hecla Mining has basically just been adding shares, diluting shares, diluting shares, diluting shares over the last few years. So another point in the camp of uh, bullion over miners. Oh, and here's another one. This just happened, Newmont, let's see. Oliver Grobe tweeted, the world's largest gold miner, Newmont, with a market cap of 38 billion, reported free cash flow of just 88 million for 2023. Let's pull up a chart for Newmont. And there's Craig Hemke on Twitter uh, going on a rant about uh, how poorly it has been managed and how poorly it's performed versus the gold price. And again, I'm going to repost this uh, chart here that shows you pretty much since 2006 
global gold mining indices, uh, that being, you know, United States, Canada, Australia, uh, South Africa, miners in general in gold have underperformed bullion since 2006. And in this week, Jordan Roy Bryan of the Daily Gold provided this chart of gold's ongoing historic spot price versus the 60% stocks, 40% bonds portfolio. When the black line below is falling, gold is out of favor and Western fiat financialized capital flows away from it. Vice versa, when the black line is climbing, uh, Western fiat financialized capital flows, which are very large, uh, flow into it. So, the coming bond and stock bear markets, they've barely begun. Bullion stands to gain and benefit for years to come as this black line eventually starts climbing yet again. That will be all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this video, hit the like button and share it with those you love. Subscribe to our channel and hit that alert button so you know when we publish new bullion market updates.